Hello, and welcome to Smiley's. I'm Lee. I am joined by Mora. Hello, Mora. Hi. And you may notice a pretty face. Uh, it's Nathan, also known as Ladrack on Reddit. Hello, Nathan. Hi, thanks for having me. So, a pleasure. I think I should mention that Nathan is one of our mods. So now once more we have like, a, you know, two mods and one host type of a situation here. No? Yeah, precisely. This is becoming something of a motif. So uh, before we get into the who's who, let's get into the what's what. So this episode, the idea of this episode, because we're going to derail it pretty immediately, is essentially a quick discussion on mostly, chiefly, only Book of the Fallen books, albeit I know I'll probably derail it, about each individual's current favorite characters. So before we get into any more of that, uh, Nathan, this is your first time, I believe. Yeah, this is in general in podcast. So first time ever doing a podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> to get more into the details, um, how did you get into Malazan? How did you well? How do you find us? I think people would know, but anything curious you'd like to share with us before we get into it? Yeah, um, I just found Malazan in the same way I think a lot of people do. I saw it all the time come up on the fantasy subreddit and suggestions in other subreddits for the best fantasy series. So I picked it up. Um, I only got through about a third of told the hounds. The first time that I read the series, I say it's because life happened and school happened and that's true, but it's also because I just got bogged down in the first third of told the hounds. And I realized I had read like 200 pages in a month and a half. So I stopped and took a break um, and then after that, I picked it back up and I read everything in the Malazan world in six months. So I've <laughs> since read Book of the Fallen twice. Nice. I'm uh, quite impressed because six months like used to be my pace and then I got bogged down full of light. But yeah, six months is quite fast. I don't think I need to specify. Um, quick note. The idea originally was to do more books, but since each of us here has basically read only the Book of the Fallen more than once, we're keeping it more focused here. Though, again, like I said, I'm probably going to be the one that derails it out of the Book of the Fallen into other characters. No, no, no. This is spoilers. As such, <laughs> the yeah, as Mora mentions, the spoiler scope for this episode is mostly Miles and Book of the Fallen. If I slip, please forgive me. We'll make a note of it. No, no. If you slip, you're going to do the editing. So I'm going to edit it out <laughs> as well, hopefully. Um, but yeah. So, do you, without further ado. Do you wish yes. you had like um, spoiler tags on a podcast so that you could say whatever you I want? I do. And Some, just somewhat, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sometimes, yes. Oh, God. So, um, can we just ask what is a, your favorite Malazan book? Among everything, among everything you read, just pick one. Um, it changes, yeah, of course. Yeah, so right now the current um, favorite, yeah. But I think a consistent favorite for me is the Bone Hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, I love just Erickson. It feels like crams three books or three climaxes into one book, and I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, and. You know, the the Siege of Yagatan, Kalam going ham in the streets of Malaz City, 
everything about it. I just, I love it so much. No, I recently I was asking, there was this poll, right? On the sub. Mm-hmm. First, yeah. first five and last five and all that. And I think at the end, people are going for it. I didn't see the result yet. Is it like memories has beaten? Marathon I'm pretty hundred? sure it's memories, yeah. Yeah, so and sure. I was asking yeah. like, how is everyone picking this? And I, I'm not sure who replied, but someone said, it's like three books wearing a trench coat. <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> Bone Hunters is yeah. like three books wearing a trench coat. And, you know, so Bone Hunters did not win. But sadly, I, I think Bone Hunters is vastly superior to Memories of Ice. As much as I like Memories. No? Hmm. Oh, I can't believe Lee think, is going to disagree. Hmm. I'm not going to disagree outright. I just think if you only take like the high points of the bone hunters it's amazing it's really good like you get really good most of the like climaxes in the book 22 23 24 are really good mm-hmm. it just kind of loses the ball in the midpoint trying what? to juggle three different books into one um a lot of things do end up like, coming out of the blue and then going out of the blue again you know you have liam and escaping which never to be seen again you have the unbound just killing kaboric out of the blue completely and then that drops for like five chapters before we get back into it it's like oh yeah by the way this happened <laughs> um i personally really like the bone hunters because it's a mess not in spite of it but memories is at least more focused it's it has a thing it wants to do and it does it decently well the bone hunters has a lot of things it wants to do does some of them really well and does some of them less well, but I mean, I like it because of that, or in spite of that. And it does have one of my favorite scenes in the series. So, is it the siege? I'm not gonna disagree. It's the siege. Uh, it's the siege. Yeah. It's it's the siege. Okay, it has more than yeah, a lot of my favorite no. scenes in the yeah. series. <laughs> or is it the uh, the room in Mox Hold with all of them? Yeah. Is that scene you're talking about? Yeah, I've <laughs> written like four different posts on that scene alone. So, God knows. I like that scene. Has it been a while since you brought up that scene? If you want to tell us about it, please. Like every single time there's a Bone Hunters post, like, oh, I finished the Bone Hunters. What gives the scene? I write like a different essay. So <laughs> uh, at this point, I've kind of exhausted it. But I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm really impressed that, you know, you just, you just never tire of defending her. I do. I do. You do? Uh, believe me, I do. Because eventually you just run into the same argument all the time. And then you are like, oh, yeah, but what of this? And like, how much do I need to explain that what you're describing isn't feasible before you get the point? Like, yes, <laughs> you're asking the character to do something that's not consistent with the characters. Like, why didn't du- why did Dujek attack Coral? Because that's what Dujek would do. If it was a different guy, he wouldn't do it. But it's Dujek, so of course he did. And eventually that just bogs down the discussion because people don't like that and like yeah well okay that's subjective but on some level <laughs> so yes i did get tired and i did get called called out for it a few times because i told someone i'm tired please go read this instead <laughs> and they told me no well, it was a while ago i don't remember exactly what went down but yeah see i i derailed the conversation again didn't i no we're just encouraging you I'm, because... I'm, I'm very sorry <laughs> no, that's totally fine I'm a bit of a Lassine apologist with you, so... Oh, oh my God, okay. See? This is good. This is good. Yeah. No, but Lassine is not the I... contentious one because more or less we can all see her point of view. It's Kasa. Eventually. Kasa is the one. I mean, eventually, yeah. Once we finish the books, at some point you're going to think, 
yeah maybe lassen got the short stick and so but it's karsa nobody gives him i mean you you can just either hate him or completely can't stand him in spite of everything or you know you just love him in spite of everything where do you stand uh nathan i both love and hate him yes, yes. um which i feel like is where a lot of people are with karsa yeah um he's insufferable and sometimes i hate reading what he does or says <laughs> um especially many of his conversations with samar no, i feel like they're so good <laughs> but uh i also like the guy and see that he goes on a journey um and i like where he ends up but i don't enjoy some of the journey getting there and yeah. within book of the fallen yes within yes, book yes, of the fallen yes. what about you lee what is your view on karsa you love him i mean i think anyone who has watched this pod for long enough knows but the overall consensus i've reached my talking about karsa is i like karsa a lot more when he talks and not so much when he does mm-hmm. because on some at some point karsa just feels so indestructible that the scene loses all stakes like his opening in house of chains is really good because he's fallible he gets the shit beaten out of him so much they're like oh okay this guy maybe can die after all and then you have the climax where he kills two hounds of darkness you have the bone hunter where he wrestles an aruk to death he also gets injured he also gets injured and he wades in shit but he gets a fucking aruk killed by hand with so um, many injuries and who knows if the aruk was like a peak health or was a disease already right 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 but right. then he also has speed healing yeah yeah he does that after too. that yeah and there are some scenes when karsa feels indestructible but it's earned like with rulad right He doesn't mm-hmm. beat the shit out of Rulad and Rulad stops healing. He outsmarts Rulad. He uses his wits, which he has plenty of, and that makes him likable. If he were just what a carrion would do, which is to beat the fuck out of the guy until he stays down, which he won't, and that's what people feared would happen, then I wouldn't enjoy it. But in Toll the Hounds, I think, is when Karsha shines the most, and Mora will probably agree, albeit I find some of his interactions with Samar a bit insufferable, I think Traveler and Shadow Throne bring out the best in Karsa. Um even if I staunchly disagree with what he says by the way, like staunchly. But when he talks, he's a lot better than when he acts. And I think Karsa acts a lot in The Bone Hunters and Reaper's Gale to the point where it just feels like the story's lost all stake and like okay, yeah, whatever. He's going to kill all Vader now. Yay. I don't know. I don't know. Karsa is just fun from I can That's I, usually what Mora says and I'm inclined to agree. No, I can't find a single scene with him which is boring, which is not I don't know. I yeah. I disagree with all the no stakes thing and all because I mean at least now we know that he survives the 10 books because he has his own series. But in spite of that <laughs> it's not about whether he uh, wins or loses or whatever. It's that's the least of it, right? When he's fighting the hounds and all that. I don't know. There is so much more going on and and with summer those are like some of the best scenes ever like ever i i can't read like better uh, dialogue and better you know nuance and subtext between those two i don't think i can find a better couple anywhere in malasan i just love them so much i yeah i don't know if maybe if summer was not there i would have found karsa like, like just okay but because she's there it just elevates his character so much and secondly i i, I will ag- yeah yeah Oh, I was just going to say I will agree that she's a very good partner for him uh but some of the scenes that I'm thinking of where I don't like reading between them are the scenes where he's like just let me like just let me have sex with you man yeah yeah 
I, I don't like and he constantly brings it up with her yeah, and see the thing is it's like so easy to say that he's just like trying to coerce her and all that but at least to me you know it seems like she is somewhat in denial of her attraction like this is what stands oh, out for, for me sure. for me it's not just that she's really uninterested and he's just badgering her till she gives in or anything it's like she does some people can be like that you know some she's just in denial and he sort of sees through it because we know that he doesn't he doesn't bullshit around he does he's honest to a fault so when i see that it it just makes me so happy that he's able to see through all that and just you know goes for it i i don't i like it are we getting cancelled i think we get cancelled <laughs> this is a concern every second episode of smiley's by the way like getting cancelled no, because we because say things that could be taken very out of context it's like a motive that i keep defending all these horrible horrible fellows and yeah i'm i'm getting cancelled Well, that's what you have to do in Malazan, right? Yeah. <laughs> you have to defend the indefensible. So, speaking of indefensible people. Speaking of. Yes, yes, Lee. Yeah. Who do you have in mind? I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to talk about him. You're not going to make me talk about him. Uh, Nathan, uh, what do you think of uh, the new merciful Malik the Young? This guy. He's Malik not the Rao. high mage. I mean, there are at least three high mages in that book, so without spoilers. There is at least three contenders there. Um so my thoughts on Malakrel. Um of course the, I do subscribe to the obligatory fuck Malakrel. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. But yeah. also and this is where we're derailing but we have evidence from a future book that he's not bad at his job. He's not. I mean <laughs> and yeah. So I don't know how much we want to go into that since we're sticking to book of no, the fallen but No, even within book of the fallen I think he's doing a fairly fairly okay job. Nothing's happened. The the kingdom hasn't like imploded into itself or anything. It's still going strong. So, he's good. He's good at his job. He took it from someone who, you know, couldn't keep it. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying anything. You can't coerce me to say anything. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> Which country do you live in to plead the fifth? <laughs> <laughs> No, we can't provoke you with <laughs> anything about Malik. I'm sorry, sorry. Right. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's competent in spite of his. I don't know why that description of him having green teeth is what like really, really puts me off. Is it Book of the Fallen? It is Book of the Fallen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's Book. Yeah, he's described that way in Book of the Fallen. He, a lot of characters go to great pains to make sure that like you get the point that he's despicable. Yeah. in that scene you know 23/100 there's a as a single paragraph in which kalam uses four different adjectives to describe malik as fat yeah yeah and i find it hilarious <laughs> but yeah i mean i think the book are... goes to great extent to show that he is repulsive even if he's good at his job is it is it all you're going to say yeah yeah for now yes because you know <laughs> spoilers but anyway okay so uh maybe shall we just go through all 10 books yeah. and while we're here Yeah. This is like <laughs> what we want. Yeah, let's just read them all right now. Speed read. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh we're just going to mention oh. our favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Probably. I say there. I don't know. So if you well, skipped all the way this far, one. this is where the episode begins. <laughs> where is this? We're oh. like 15 minutes in now, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway. I mean, when I listen to podcasts, I generally I to skip. So If someone mm. has skipped 15 minutes then they're in good hands so we're not going to blame you too much anyway 
without further ado, um, Gardens. I would like to hear your first, yeah, your first impression when you read Gardens because I haven't reread it actually. I've only read it once. Oh. So, what was your favorite character in Gardens in subsequent reads, especially? Um. So my first read, of course, I didn't know what the hell was going on, <laughs> but I think my favorite character the first time through was Krupp. Oh. I fell in love immediately with Krupp. Respectable. I, I had never read a character like that before or one who talked like that. Um, and he still remains one of my favorite characters. Um, but then I think on subsequent reads, when I knew what was going on, my favorite character in Gardens is Lorne. Yeah. Yeah. And I still liked her the first time through and I could not believe it when she died. Like I was convinced that she was in it for the long haul because I had expectations from other fantasy series that if you get a character introduced book one they're going to be with you for a while um <laughs> but i just really like her arc and i think it does a really good job of setting up Tavor later on um i just like everything about how she struggles with her empire conditioning versus doing what's right versus doing what she wants to do um i just really like her character oh he took the best ones <laughs> Do you want to go, Lee? What's your favorite character? Because you read uh, once, okay. so you get only one chance. Yeah, I only read once, yeah. true enough. So, I honorable mentions go to probably Ganos, because I like Ganos. Pick one, can you? Can you At please pick one? Because you're just going to start listing dramatists for each one. Yeah, okay, that's, well, that's what's going to other than Lauren, which I wanted to mention, the one that stood out most on the first read was Rake, like Anamandaris, Dragon Pure Rake, Main of Chaos, Son of Darkness, <laughs> Lord of the Dice Handy, <laughs> All That's those titles, kind of like okay, that yeah. grabbed me by the face and said, "Okay, yeah, I'm, I like this because of the way he's described the first time around is like a seven foot tall mountain of a guy with a sword that streams blackness." And I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. No, but I, I think what stood out to me about Rake, at least in the first book, was you know, in spite of all those descriptions, and then. You see him going to this uh, garden party, dressed, you know, trying to... Dressed as a dragon, dragon. yes, with a mask <laughs> yeah. of a dragon. <laughs> I found it hilarious. And he's, he's like, described so chill, right? Like, he just sits with Baruch, sits at the fireplace and just casually chats. And I don't know, it was, it was so much fun to see him so balanced. It was not like he's just going around, mm. you know, just killing people and all that. Okay, so you guys all got the best ones. So, I think I'll stick to my uh, favorite the first time, was Tatusil. Just, I mm-hmm. I don't like her character anymore. Like, I can't stand it anymore. But at that point, Tatusil was the draw for Gardens for me. I just like the idea of everything about her. Like, the first page, the first description about her, I just liked it so much. But I don't think I have anything more to add. Like, Tatusil is, is Gardens for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely fair. Uh, <laughs> so I think we touched on like most of the good characters in Gardens but are Lone, in Crows yeah, and Ganos. No, in spite of all so, that, like, Lone is actually my favorite, but since you took it. Lorne is really good, yeah. We actually yeah. had an episode, you know? We did an episode on her, yeah. Where is editing should put the yeah. thing at the top. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoever's editing, I wonder who that will be. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't I'm know. I'm stroking my non-existent beard and thinking. But yeah. <laughs> no, it's my turn, actually. But then I don't know. I don't know if I have the time. <laughs> if I spoil anything, I get to edit it. So yeah, you get to. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, welcome. Um, <laughs> oh, I 
I did also want to give a quick honorable mention to Circle Breaker. I think Circle Breaker yeah. has one of my favorite, like, small single book arcs in the entire series. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, Circle Breaker was good, true. But, you know, Krupp, I couldn't stand Krupp the first time I read him in Gardens. Krupp just... gets really good memories, yeah. but in Gardens, he is hit or miss. Just, you either love him or you hate him. I just yep. couldn't stand him. And then when I saw that he's coming back in memories, and I was just so tired. It was still his scene with the mime. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't stand him. And, you know, I was reading with a buddy, like he was a huge Rake fan, but he never said anything about Krupp either way. So I thought he was just some middling type of guy. I, I didn't really pay much attention to Krupp. I mean, I didn't know that he's such a huge fan favorite, no? I didn't either, to be honest. Yeah. So I was going so, to... Deadhouse, right? Deadhouse Gates. Yeah. Who's your favorite? I'm all ears. Um... It's so tempting to say the obvious answer of Coltane. Oh. Um, but I actually, I like Coltane, but I'm not as big a Coltane fan as some people are. Um, maybe that's just because I connect a lot more with characters that I get to see inside their head. Uh, but I think my favorite character in Deadhouse Gates might be Kalam, actually. Oh, oh, okay. Um, not for any, like super particular reason that I can think of, but he's just a badass in that book. And I love the scene where he comes upon the camp and he kills like eight soldiers in 30 seconds. And Manala asks him like, how the hell did you do that? And he goes, Oh, it's, it's way easier than you think. Actually, you just have to keep moving. If they don't know you're coming, it's all easier. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. I do like his interactions with Pearl. I think his and Pearl's rivalry is one of my favorites in the books. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like his struggle with wondering, like, what the hell did I just do releasing the whirlwind? And why did I do that just to make a distraction for myself and my friends? And just he's kind of just pulled along by circumstance in that book and does whatever he thinks he needs to do in the moment. And it takes him to some not so great places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, Lee, who's your favorite? Ooh. So... I can tell you for sure who the second read favorite was. I cannot tell you who the first read favorite was. I'm going to have to think about this. Second read so, was Lassine, was it? No, no, no. Second read is definitely Dewiger. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. It's not even close. Uh, first read, though, God. Um, oh, God. Do you... I don't know, actually. Mm-hmm. I like Fiddler on first read, but obviously we're saving that for later. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I... <laughs> I think we should Kalam keep is good for sure. Some characters out, right? Yeah, Kalam. Who else is there? God damn, who else is there? I was intrigued by Gary Mapo and I felt really bad when I got like the notion of where this is going. Again, without knowing like, oh, this continues past this is the first book because I thought mm-hmm. it was just a self-contained arc. And when Mapo was like, Oh, this guy destroyed my village, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is not gonna end well. But God, I don't know. I didn't love Coltane that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked him for sure, but I didn't love him. I didn't particularly like Felicin until House of Chains. Sue me. Uh, God, I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> Probably Absalar, honestly. I might have yeah. to go with Absalar. But oh. there's Bone Hunter, which I kind of want to say, but I don't know. It's difficult. I'm going to go with Absalar. <laughs> I mean, you oh, can. Oh, you just. Yeah. You just saved Absalar and Fiddler for later, which is what I was doing as well. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so I need, I need to who? pick somebody, but these guys get a lot better later. And oh. yeah, no, but you... my first read through of Dead House, I think I said in my Reddit post about it that uh, Fiddler was just kind of there. 
I mean, and he was now Fiddler in, might be my in that book, yeah, yeah. And now he's maybe my favorite character of the series. So I mean, if Fiddler was just kind of there in that house, he was non-existent in Gardens, which yeah, yeah, he has like one scene there. There was, yeah. But even in Gardens, we sort of know that Fiddler has this. He has a bad feeling. Yeah, the talent. And yeah, yeah. We he has sort a bad of feeling, know that yeah. even then, yeah. Okay, Deadhouse Gates, my favorite, has always been Felicin. I read the book just for Felicin. I mean, Colton is there. Colton is awesome. But Felicin takes the gig. Deadhouse Gates for me is not not uh, enough about Chain of Dogs. It's much more about Felicin's story. That's, I know. I mean, as impactful as everything else is, it's just, I don't know. And because I keep uh, replying to everyone who hates Felicin on Reddit. So it just keeps reinforcing <laughs> <laughs> I try so hard not to get involved because you know people have they're entitled to have their they have, they can yeah. have opinions but not the wrong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try not to go into that thinking, but sometimes it's just I just can't stand it. So and yeah, it, it's like a self-perpetuating thing. So I just I keep defending her, and then it gets worse, and then I keep defending her, and so now she's like my total favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> But it's gone down a lot. I don't know how long you've been hanging around. When did you start, Nathan, uh, start reading Nalasan? Oh, um, I have such a bad memory for when things happen. <laughs> I think it was mid-2021 that I first oh. picked up Gardens. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was the first time. Um, and then, but then, yeah. yeah, that was the first time. But I stayed off the subreddit except for like posting about books or asking questions until i had finished the full mm -hmm. book of the fallen and then it felt safe enough to go on mm -hmm. oh god as a mod is this is this how you see this sub because we, i i think it was quite spoiler free i enjoyed interacting no, it, with people even then it is very spoiler free and it's very good it's just my own paranoia of not wanting <laughs> like so the the only, this is skipping ahead a lot and derailing the no conversation problem, no problem. but the only thing that i had spoiled for me um was Mappo's death okay. because I I would be very careful and think I was so careful looking on the wiki online and it so <laughs> separates it by books and then yeah it was literally like twenty pages before it happens too oh. and I scrolled down a little too far and my eyes just caught the line like Mappo gets killed by calm and for some reason I think that's taken away a bit of the impact of that death for me because that got spoiled. Mm. I I don't remember. I got only one thing spoiled for me. That was that Quickman had like more than seven warrants with him. That's, I didn't even know that it was like souls and all. After I finished Gardens and I was so impressed with Quickman having like seven warrants or something. And then someone said, oh, this is the least of it. He has much more than that. And then people said, don't read, don't read all the comment replies here and all that. But that was what, three, three years ago. I think we do a much stricter job now because there are so many of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I, I think we are getting more stricter and stricter. Don't you think so? Sometimes I feel that, I mean, even people who ask for spoilers don't get spoilers. That's what I've been seeing. There are people who say, just spoil it for me already. Just tell me what's going to happen in this book. Yeah. And people are yeah. like, no, yeah. we're not going to spoil it for you and all that. Yeah, that's... It's, it's a yeah. Bit, yeah, as a community, we've all become that way. So, uh, yeah, which is a good thing, I think. It's, that it's nice, yeah. Everyone is so careful about spoilers, but I also feel like if someone is really just asking for it and wants to know, then they should be able to know. They should be, yeah, exactly. Sure. That's what I feel. But, you know, it's so hard because nobody's ready to do that. Nobody wants to 
tell that this is what is going to happen in told the hounds end then this is why you should keep reading it it's just like trust us trust us just keep reading it's i don't know i mean it's all anonymous so you don't know exactly how much this person wants to be spoiled right yeah so so memories memories of ice yeah i got yeah this yeah. word gets really hard is it it's oh so easy from now which series is really oh. oh it's tied between two for memories for me and it's whiskey jack and quick ben yeah okay um i think i may go with quick ben just because of your comment about him having multiple warrants that scene of him with and cobble brooch where he i think he unleashes like six six warrants at first and then he's like you should have held back on at least half of what you have and he goes yeah i did i just i love that quick ben is so egotistical and confident yeah. that he finds out that the world is ending and he's like i'm gonna do this all by myself and i'm not gonna worry whiskey jack even when he asks me why the hell were you sacrificing a goat on a burrow mound <laughs> yeah yeah he's great yeah he's only one so quick ben or whiskey jack yeah. oh god I'm going with Quick Ben because I feel like I I never realized how much of a badass Whiskey Jack is until like my third read through. And then I realized, oh, him like him being able to go toe to toe with Dasim for a little bit is like so fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. And why is he not talked about more is like one of the best swordsmen in the series. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't even have like any sort of ascendant favoritism or anything. He's just. He's just a nice, nice person. That's all, right? Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna hazard a guess that Morris is gonna be the my. You do not, do not, don't try to guess um, my answer. You can go with what you want. <laughs> Take the my if you want because I actually wasn't going for the my. Oh God! Like I actually don't know. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people I like from Memories of Ice. It was like my favorite book until I read the Bone Hunters, and even then it was like a bit of a toss-up. And I like Perrin because. Halfway through memories, Scanos' balls just drop and just goes, that's, no, that's you're not going to manipulate me. That expression Lee brings up each time we talk about Ganos in Memories of Ice. That's the I ex- mean, that's what happens. She goes from like a wimpy bitch boy that, oh, I came back from the dead. Oh, well, shrug. To a genuine badass that goes on to kill gods later. Like, yes. that's the tipping <laughs> point. And I like that. But also, he's so much so much a drama queen in the early half of the book that i just can't fucking stand him <laughs> on a reread so oh god i don't know um there's also the uh you stand it seems you stand alone and then calor just turns and goes it was ever thus and i'm like okay hang on <laughs> oh that hold I up love that yeah. scene. but obviously i can't say calor yet because <laughs> in memories he's the villain as villains go like he's more he's more reviled than Panion is, which says a lot about how much people love Whiskey Jack. Fuck, I can't think of anyone. So I'm just gonna go talk now because I'm probably not gonna oh, go talk later. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Why nobody wants to talk? Pick- and Tool are one of the, some of the best uh, duos in the series, and uh, Talk and Envy are surprisingly getting along decently well. <laughs> yeah. Which says a lot. No, I I think it was in Dust of Dreams, right? Like when Talk tells someone Dust of Dreams or somewhere. Yeah. He tells someone that I knew a woman who could like flatten cities by just a level eyebrow, cities but, with the yeah. raise of her eyebrow. Yeah. Like yeah. why didn't she? Well, she appreciated a decent bath every now and then, <laughs> which is just 
yeah. the driest humor imaginable, and the guy's literally dry because he's undead. It's just, <laughs> it's perfect. But I have other characters to pick later, so I'm gonna pick Talk now because it will be a disservice not to. So shout out to Aral Fail, Touched by Stone, Kissed by Stone. I don't remember what the name means. Blessed by Stone. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't yeah. remember. It's something like that. He's a real. He's a real one. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so easy to pick my favorite in Memories of Ice because it's it's just Ikovian. I don't know why we're you're all so. I did forget Ikovian. Yeah, I honestly. About honestly, yeah. <laughs> Memories of Ice. Like, like, I was thinking about it. At best, I might be conflicted between Brukalian and Ikovian because they're both amazing. But since Brukalian dies, I will go. With, I mean, Ikovian dies too, but at least. Yeah. But you know, can I? Pick, I'm going to be can I entirely pick honest. I had it. Yeah. 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 I can I pick a minor character whom I like in memories? Yeah. It's I, I can't remember his name. <laughs> who is the guy who <laughs> joins Brookalian in uh, facing those... Oh, Nilbanas. Yeah, Nilbanas. Yeah. yeah, that guy. He says something like... The guy who accompanies Brookalian when they're walking into the oh. betrayal. And he says they think us stupid with honor. And he says, yeah, that's what we are. That is so cool. And then he just says... You know, it, it just... That, that whole scene, that whole dialogue between those two. And he goes from calling him sir... To suddenly saying old friend this is what we are old friend and then he goes dancing and screaming and something and oh god i could cry right now because yeah he's my <laughs> he's my favorite minor character across all books but how did you all forget Ikovian? come on very disappointed have, because it no, was I, like my top one character after i finished the series and i'm just no i thought damn. you guys yes. were keeping uh, him so that you can say redeemer later on or something like that no no, I no i'm not gonna just say forgot. redeemer later yeah <laughs> And I have no idea how, because that second, like, small painting in the middle is there is the... Ikovian redeeming the Talani mask. Is that the one? Yeah. Oh, oh, that was yeah, so this, amazing. This is, yeah. all, like, this is all Santi Lozano's artwork I'm that I bought. I so dumb. I did not even look at them. God. Yeah, but I really like that the whole Talani mask kneeling in the valley and Ikovian also. is That's the one, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to hazard a guess that the big one on the left is um, the Martin Stroner Shore. Is what? Uh, no. So Fuck. the big one, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't figure out where to point with the camera. But yeah, that yeah. one closer to the bookshelf is yeah. uh, Yagatan. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then yeah. that one is Hood and Beak. Oh yeah, I don't remember right. Hood and Beak. No. Um, and then <laughs> okay. top to bottom, I think that's supposed to be Ganoes or Ganos kneeling in a battlefield or something. No, no, is that like? And then it's Ikovian. That's the one which is just called uh, the Fallen or something, right? There's just yeah, an empty field so. with a. Yeah. Is it supposed to be Gamma? Yeah, I thought just it was just knee. like some nameless soldier, like just Malazan. That's it's like, probably just a nameless soldier that I just. Yeah, that's the one I would buy. If head. I'm buying, that's the one I want because um, it, it's so perfect. And what's, what are the bottom, those two? Uh, the bottom two, the bottom one is the Malazans are on our shore. Yeah, see, and then that's this the one, one yeah. is. <laughs> okay. That, yeah, the I other one them. is uh, Yedin in front of Lightfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, that's so amazing. That's such a lovely collection. Mm. Nice. Grant. Yeah. I I don't know. We have, you have like certificates on your walls. But I have like my, yeah. my painting <laughs> on mine. Oh, I bought these like four months ago and I just put them up oh. like two days ago. <laughs> but it's very nice. Very nice to have it. Yeah, it nice is very nice. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, Itkovian. You guys have uh, Itkovian like literally uh, hanging there and... I feel I feel like I'm disappointed I feel like myself. I won this episode. <laughs> I have no idea how because I think it Kovian was my favorite in memories the first yeah. time that I read it. Yeah, yeah. 
coping of my favorite in the entire series period and it's just <laughs> god <laughs> but I, I don't know why i didn't say the mai because i do like mai but i don't know it coven just outshines everyone so and you know it, it i really like the way like erickson brings him to be like sort of neither here nor there it's, it's very neutral he just starts out as someone mm-hmm. whom you really don't know because i think we see him through whose eyes mostly we see him through the destroyer's eyes right what's the guy's name the third fenner boy it could be carnadas but no no you generally yeah. have it govins pov early yeah, on yeah his pov a lot oh is it okay yeah. i don't know at least maybe the first scene we don't we see him through carnadas i believe when he's standing and looking out and they both walk to the monster sword yeah he says one of the very first scenes you meet at covian is that and then you have gruntle meeting him when they get a double uh-huh. chain and then you get covian's pov okay yeah it takes some time to know that exactly what this guy is made of right it's yeah, yeah. otherwise he's just a scholar warrior who just does what mm-hmm. he's told and all that and yeah it's set up like brucalian is like the ultimate hero mm-hmm. oh god oh though don't remind me of that scene yeah let's move on let's move on to house of chains <laughs> fun stuff <laughs> yeah who's your favorite in well, house of chains um i'm not going to take carsa from you <laughs> cuz i i actually i actually don't think it's carsa yeah yeah i actually on this third time reading house of chains i i was kind of not dreading but not really looking forward to the opening like the first book with carsa i found myself really enjoying it but i think my favorite in house of chains is fiddler mm-hmm. just because i have to say him at some point i think he's my favorite character in the series um and the scene where that first started where i first realized that i loved him was when he finds out that whiskey jack is dead and he kind of walks off into the desert on his own and finds Timo yeah yep Timo is there just wondering how he's going <laughs> to lead the wiccans and fiddler still finds it within himself to genuinely help him and he really does a good job and from that point on Timo just becomes like a badass leader yeah uh, do you can i just bring up like old history <laughs> because when we did an episode on karsa our second episode was it a second no wait no no somewhere in the middle second was carsa yeah it was like later but we did a <laughs> uh, an episode on the che- themes of house of chains and one uh-huh. of them was like fiddler's compassion to demol we were like no we can't bring that up because like he's so much bigger later and now he's no, 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 some no. guy that's just reenlisted no we had like a huge uh, I don't know it was it was actually an argument right it, I don't think it was a like civilized discussion I'm dumbing it down a little bit but yeah we weren't particularly civilized about it <laughs> I'm going to be Lee honest it was like Fiddler is the most compassionate character in the entire series I was, and I was fairly like, exaggerated yeah you can't say such things when you want to stick to like house of chains spoilers like you can't just out of nowhere say that fiddler is the most compassionate and all I don't know it was <laughs> it was very weird and I would agree with you on that I think that he is the most compassionate yeah. or one of the most compassionate he, is, he definitely is like i don't disagree with it i just had a thing that you know when you're talking about spoilers house of chains it's not fair yeah. to say that he's you know he continues to be the best of, and i actually had an argument that karsa is the most compassionate in house of chains yeah that was my argument right i think so because he kills bitten i don't remember that yeah sort of yeah his uh, my whole thing was that at least karsa had the thing to end whatever exploitation was going on because everyone else decided to turn a blind eye but he's the only one who did the right thing regardless of consequences heboric shaik everyone they had their own agenda to turn a blind eye to whatever bitital was doing 
and Kasa is the only one who stepped up. So that was my argument that he was the most compassionate in House of Chains. But yeah, we had a lot of argument back then. I think we know who Mora's favorite character in House of Chains is. <laughs> uh, do we? Do we know? I don't know. Do we? Yeah, I don't think it's still up in the air. <laughs> Maybe it's Bayroth because honestly, I was like, I was so hoping that Bayroth would be like the guy. But it, it doesn't get easier, right? As you say, even on a reread, that first section of Karsa doing all his, his rape phase, it's just, it's so difficult to read. It's so hard. It just doesn't get easier. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't get easier for me until Torvald shows up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's quite insufferable till then. <laughs> but yeah, House of Chains, Karsa is it, it's so sort of over the place, right? There is so much happening in the first and then he goes off, goes on like adventures, finds a horse, comes back, kills everyone. And then uh, doesn't he say something to Tavok <laughs> at the end? Like, was it in House of Chains? Yeah, the Malas and Sarah are my enemy and he just rides off into the sunset. And Tavok uh-huh. has like this very dry, I'm sure, like, yeah, just, I'm glad or something. No, an extremely dry response to that. And Just nods, like, yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> right, so House of Chains is done. What's the next? Midnight? Do oh, I, I don't think Lee said his favorite. Do I? I you know didn't? You didn't? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. I... <laughs> oh, you did not, yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, so, um, first read is arguably Felicin, simply because of how like much I like her more in House of Chains than I did in the House Gates. Um, God. I also, like, second read of House of Chains was when I realized that Cuddle was in the Chain of Dogs, and like, oh, that's where I know the guy oh, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, ha that's where I like him more, but I don't actually know who my favorite was in second read of House of Chains, because I did partly enjoy Carson more. Uh, I don't actually hate to say it because there are stakes to his and he has some really cool scenes in Shake's camp. But fuck, I don't know. God. Who else is there in House of Chains? What about Heberic and the one I want to say is Leandris and Casa, but no one knows who those are. So I'm gonna just move on. The the ones within the Jade Giant. They're the ones within the Jade Giant that just spill the beans of the entire series thematically in two paragraphs. It's like the god is dead and it's the stepping outside of oneself that grants a moral immortal with virtue. Order. Uh, Kneel before order, you blind fool. Order? I was speaking of compassion. And that's the rest of the series. Yeah. In House of Chains, chapter 20. And it's like, oh, yeah. How do you uh, remember chapter numbers, man? My you just God. taught me that right now. <laughs> but I just realized that right now. Um, to be fair, the first person to bring that into my attention was Nif, Nif. so I cannot yeah. claim credit. But yeah, Nif has the knack of picking up like these extremely tiny things, which are very important. Yeah, and yeah. So you still haven't. Borg is nice <laughs> in House of Chains, but he's not my favorite. I I actually quite like Liam in House of Chains, honestly. Really. Not okay. Are you a Korab hater? Are you guys Korab haters? Because I recently met a Korab hater and I'm <laughs> no, still not. Over I it. love Korab. Yeah, thank you. Is it you? Is it you, Lee? Yeah, I think it's you. Uh, no, no, Korab gets amazing later. In How to Change, he's still so much of a fanatic and it's just like it's played for laughs. And then his later arc, but he's also still you know, um, open blessed. So like Cuttle throws him a sharper and he just puts a helmet on it and just gets launched away. <laughs> yeah. So like you can't hate this guy, yeah. it's not possible, but. I don't, or, I don't uh, remember. It, it had to be someone I know that 
kept on going on about Korab and I was so annoyed talking to them. I, was it you? It probably I, was it me. It was for you, yeah. To be fair. Yeah. It probably was me. But no, I don't hate Korab. Yeah, Korab is amazing. Korab belong to Tenwalas. Yeah. Which is uh, on, only rivaled by Calorator on Tessasula as like the best name in Malazan. You can't say just and maybe, Korab, you know, it feels wrong. You have yeah, to say the whole thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a mouthful. <laughs> so yeah, uh, in lieu of not picking someone better, uh, Leoman with an honorable mention to the two souls in the Jade. That spilled the beans thematically. Hmm. But Leoman, Leoman in <laughs> Bone Hunters is yeah, like yeah, yeah. sort of, you know, there is there. What's your favorite minor character in House of Chains? House of Chains. Like um, minor, tiny scene, tiny character. That's Fuck. yeah. Even I'm lost. Why did I ask this question? I don't have an answer. No, I was thinking <laughs> of Pella. Yeah, I was thinking of the one who skins. Oh no, that is Bone Hunters. Why am I talking Bone that's Hunters? Bone Hunters. Yeah, that's yeah. Bone Hunters. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a wrong question because I don't have an answer. Was it the lady that in the tree, the jagged yeah. people? Yeah, that's fearless. Yeah. In oh yeah. This book. Yeah. Or, that's in House of Chains. Uh, Amarala. What's the, what's the one? Aramala is the Aramala. one that like uh, makes uh, Jag with, with Karza. Makes Jag. She makes Jag. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I did not see any subtext in that scene at all, you know. Seriously. I felt so foolish. Like, it was like a few months ago. <laughs> to be fair, I don't me. think Karza did up either. I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, she straight up asks him, like, how do you think Jag are made? And he just goes, I don't know. <laughs> I did not um, read that scene like that, yeah. But no, there are no tiny good... Okay, I am I think I'll go with... Uh, no, we don't see them all here, right? Who's a Loric guy? Does he show up in House of Chains? He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So then I'll go with Loric because he gets too much so, hatred. All, all your anti-Leosan... I also think uh, another, like... It's not really a minor character, but in House of Chains, I have to say, on the second read, my favorite was Pearl. Yeah. I yeah. can't not like yeah. Pearl. Yeah. Pearl and Lostara together yeah. are amazing. Haters will say Pearl doesn't deserve Lostara, and haters are wrong. <laughs> okay, we are, you know who we you are. Talking about Zil, uh, because in his latest... Uh, There's summary. a footnote on the latest read-along that says, you know, he doesn't deserve her. Poor, but, they, uh, these yeah. days all hate Pearl. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't like them, because Pearl and Lostara are, are so good. But even you are so happy that Pearl died or something, right? I think you were also I'm not happy it. about it. He got salami, yeah, and I'm not. so happy that Pearl died and all that. <laughs> yeah, he got filleted by Absalar. Yeah, yeah, see, see, none of you say anything nice like he got killed. Or, no, he got he got what? Salami. He got whatever. <laughs> I I was happy that he died. I wasn't happy that Lostara. Why, had to be the one to kill him. Why are you all happy that Pearl died? What What did he ever do to any so, of you? Uh, other than try to murder Kalam a bunch. Kalam, Kalam does not deserve any any uh, you know all this love. What What has Kalam done other than being Quickman's friend? Like seriously, he's he's quite. I don't. I mean, I actually don't he, like Kalam. What I realized. Kalam is a character that I like based purely on his badassery. Yeah, yeah. he's this. Uh, you he, know. At least when when his sections with Minala comes up later on, and he has this thing of that stick of being a bold married guy, and it, it's so boring. I just I can't stand it. I I don't like Kalam really. I mean his badassery is all to one side, but this he he's quite uninteresting. No, I don't know. I am definitely losing viewers this time. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry um, tonight did i like <laughs> shut down all kalam <laughs> no that's okay um i'm just trying to think of other minor characters in house of chains yeah. i think torvald counts as a minor character yeah, yeah arguably yeah. yes i think he might be my favorite in yeah my favorite minor character in house of chains i don't know in the entire series he's always a minor character right like he never has Pretty his own much. thing but he's he's quite good yeah torvald is amazing So we all midnight go? midnight I think so yeah fairly sure yes we did right yeah I think okay. so yeah go on later midnight tides um i mean i have to pick teho yeah obviously you are he's, yeah he's my favorite in midnight tides um despite the meme that i just posted on the subreddit <laughs> about him always making sex jokes yeah him and bug together um just i've never read scene like dialogue scenes that made me laugh more than Tehol and Bug just talking. Yeah. Um and I just love how he's just so much of a genius that he's like, "Yeah, I'll take down the economy, no big deal." <laughs> It, the setup is even funnier. Like you start you, you started with like the equivalent of a hundred bucks and you made a trillion. Uh-huh. And now we want you to do it again. Like, "No, I can't do it. We know you can." Okay, fine, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just he does the shit for fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. The whole is amazing. The whole is is definitely my favorite, but Lee, do you have a non-whole choice in Midnight Tides? I'm going to uh invoke the spirit of Peter from Ten Very Big Books and say Udonis. <laughs> how does Dan say it from uh how does Dan say it? Dan, Because I know he's like misspelled it fucked on the times that are with you names. Any name that yeah. starts with you, Dan just he can't. Yeah. I can't remember how he says it but you know um the way Unidas. Dan pronounces it in Aussie. I said Unidas. I don't Unidas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unidas. Unidas. I don't know. <laughs> um but you know in the spirit of Dan do you see do you see I have a whiteboard. Yeah, the whiteboard. I'm not hung it. I have one right there. here. <laughs> I have one right here and it's all the tice stuff from oh Portugal. I need to read. Oh man. The spirit of tice stuff. Okay. Yes. You had an exam and you never used it for anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I don't have proper markers, so there's no point. No, okay. Yeah. But anyway. But fall of light, you first know, if read, you want, I can yeah. use it. I'll not <laughs> hang it. I'll keep it for another few months and we can use it. Yeah. Uh, first read, I think I have to agree with with Nathan because, yeah, I really like T-Hall on a first read. It falls a bit flat on a second read. Um, so I'll say Hudinas and probably Rulad on the secondary How one. How can you pick Because two? I really like Rulad. Like, I don't have anything now. Hmm. I'm being unfair. Th- I mean, Let's... we left troll yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, I was going for troll now. We yeah. did. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you all. Maybe the next time we do one of these, I'm going to go first. I'm going to pick all the best ones. That'd be more fair, I think, yeah. <laughs> no, but troll. Yeah, Midnight Tides is I mean, it's mostly because of his later story because in Midnight Tides, troll is sort of, I don't know, it's not he didn't really capture me when I read it the first time. It was all about Tihol and I couldn't wait to go back mm-hmm. to the whole sections each time you know we deviate towards the Eidur and I couldn't stand U- Odinas now I can't remember what's his real name Odinas yeah Odinas Odinas yeah. Yeah. yeah so I I couldn't stand him uh, even even my second time I it's it t- took me till the second read to like appreciate Odinas's character so I can't pick them I anyone other than Tihol is going to be like just wrong because I'm just picking at straws here so Tral, Rulad, none of them. No, maybe Seren. At at most, I would say Seren. 
but it, it's so tihol is like so high up that none of the others like match and what stood out to me right like for tihol it's not just like his genius and his jokes and all that it's this baseline compassion which is like mm. you don't really notice because he's so full of all his other bullshit that you don't really get focus on that but when it does it's so nice to see him he, he just makes arrangements for that refugee family next door yeah and that guard who just who saves tihol by just was it in this book yeah yeah he just mm-hmm. saves he him the shit kicker of him and then like a guy he dies he basically in. dies saving tihol right because he has seen yeah. this yeah. i don't know how much tihol must have helped him and removing all the refugees off to the islands and because he's trying to do that for hull and i could quote that that dialogue when he talks to briss and say something like i don't need memory of my parents because i see you standing there and it's like looking at my father and we are all going through the same things again like <laughs> please trying to subtly do something and sorry <laughs> sorry sorry i want to get the loud of the frame yeah, yeah. I'm... sorry <clears throat> and he's saying something like it's like uh, whatever our parents went through we are, we both are going through the same things again and i'm trying to protect you mm-hmm. just the way like mom was trying to protect dad and all that and yeah tihol tihol is i don't it's it's unfair to pick him but i'm going to pick him <laughs> none of the others are close what's next i think yeah yeah go on i think breeze is actually kind of close for me in midnight tides yeah. he gets much better later yeah but i do like him in midnight tides and my favorite minor character has to be kurukam Oh yes yes yeah yeah the cedar true he's the best one relevant i think so <laughs> yeah he's amazing um is there any more minor characters in midnight tides was that that blue rose guy does he show up here no but then i don't like no. him because of his future arc so it's not fair to mention him here alrada um, well, alrada yeah he does he does he does yeah, he's but, actually pretty upfront in midnight tides But then she does straight up com- confront Troll and says, "Yeah, all your yeah. bits are bullshit." And Troll oh. just shrugs and goes, "Like, yeah, possible." Oh no, we have an amazing <laughs> minor character in Midnight Tides. Come on, you're gonna steal the one I want to say, aren't you? Huh? Sorry, I'm gonna say. Yeah, you're gonna steal the one I want to say because I just brought. Yeah, it's lit. Yeah, lilac. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was yeah. coming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I because Alrada does this thing at the battlefield, and that's where we meet Lilac. And yeah, is Lilac male or female? Do we know for sure? I don't think we know. I think it's female. We we not clear remember. Yeah. All we know Fairly is that sure Lilac is a caster yeah. of the nets. Yeah. Tiller of the lands and all that. Oh, it's amazing. Lilac is so good. I don't care. But, you know, Pearl is a girl, is a guy. So, Lilac would be a yes. guy. I we don't get any pronouns though. As far as you know. I I don't think so. Should we just see the um Yeah, what? We've also got iron bars in Midnight Tides. Yeah. yeah. That's true. No, the wiki just says for lilac. It doesn't say him or her. Okay. Okay. Right. She. Oh, someone says she in the middle. There's so many ads though, my god. I I despise Featherwitch, so I I can't say her. <laughs> Look, I'm the weird guy that like made a post on Satan and Featherwitch is just Satan but a bit older. So, you know what whom I would defend in Midnight Tides like my <laughs> Is it Hal? No. That's going to be Hal, isn't it? No, it's not Hal. <laughs> No, no, it's uh, it's my guy, the one I <laughs> Erastus. Does he show up here? Oh, it's in the uh, right here. Yeah, he's too little. He's not that awful. I mean, I think he's not. Fair. Yeah, he's yeah. kind awful, but he's not too awful. I mean, he's a bit awful. It's it's people like Featherwitch and that trapped beast in the ice and all that, which you know oh, brings up his 
spare me. We are not getting into that right now. But Erastus does not deserve that much hatred. Not, not the book of the fallen Erastus. No, he's just a guy. I mean, if you can forgive people like Karsa, I mean, you should be able to forgive. I am so horrible. <laughs> let's let's I mean, move. <laughs> yeah. So I guess Feather Witch doesn't count, but I mean. No, Feather Witch. What I found thing... so interesting was that you know someone written like her, that age and that that you know a young woman brought up in slavery and all that. I've never seen a character portrayed that badly. Like, I mean, it it tracks, but you know, it was so new for me to read someone you know like an 18 year old brought up in this type of a slave system who has magic and who has this Udinas guy just throwing himself at her and all that. She has absolutely no, nothing good inside her, right? So you have like Baru like on the one so hand much. and then Feather Witch on the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good for me to, I, I was I was so interested in reading about Feather Witch because it was very new for me. To be somewhat fair, the information you have about Feather Witch in Midnight Tides is very limited. Yeah. Like you don't know yes. basically anything. And then you learn that she doesn't even know much about herself because like in Reaper's Gale, Erastus basically brings up that she was sexually assaulted as a kid and she doesn't remember it. Yeah. Um, which kind of explains why she's so horrible. And then you have Breath who has like memories of what if Feather, which wasn't awful. Um, but she's a bit despicable. I'm not going to question that. She's pretty awful. But she's not that awful. I mean, if we're going to defend Erastus, I'm going to defend Feather, which... <laughs> No, I, I, I do not blame her. I don't blame her. I just find that writing so interesting because it's not often that you get a character like that. that that's, all, that's all I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like jaded yeah. old people who tend to be bad and evil and all that. Not, yeah. yeah. Especially since like three books earlier, we got another teenage girl brought up in right. kind of similar circumstances. And lots mm-hmm. of people have compassion for Felicin, but not for Featherwitch. Yeah, but that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like, I read a comment once and went like, wait, people like sin? And I'm like, hang the fuck on. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of dissonance here. <laughs> hmm. But yeah. What's next? Did we all go? You all had a chance? Yeah. I, th- I think we're good, yeah. It's Bone Hunters. Bone Hunters. Yes, yeah. Fiddler, Fiddler, Fiddler. I think we could just go to Reaper's game. <laughs> uh Yes, it is. It is Fiddler. Yeah. Um, but also Absalar for me. Absalar's arc in Bone Hunters is one of my favorite of the series. Yeah. Um, uh, I love her scene on the boat with Squint. Yes. Um, yes. We, this comes up each time we discuss Bone Hunters anywhere. Like anyone talking about Bone Hunters, that scene stands out. I wish Sandy made a painting on yeah. that, you know, of this boat scene with Squint and her. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go on, go on, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, that's one of the smaller scene, quote-unquote smaller scenes of the series that impacted me the most. That, and then, does Cotillion show up right after that? Yes. And talk to her? That whole scene with her and Cotillion and her just, like, breaking down. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's when I first started to go, like, okay, maybe Cotillion is actually a pretty good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Where does he go and uh, heal her? Heal Lostara? Was it also in Bone Hunter? Dust of Dreams. He possesses Dust uh, Losar no, 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 Dreams. No, not that, not that. The one where I don't remember if he heals her. When does that Mogor? Oh, yeah, he, he steals her out of Yagatan. Yeah, that. Oh. Yeah, that oh. time. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I don't remember. She I'm wakes sorry. up and yeah, he's standing you. at the window and says something about the moon because that's when Mogora was doing her ritual and the moon seems closer. Yes. Don't remember. Honestly. Uh, what I do remember um, with Ilian in Bone Hunters is um, him hanging off a sky gib eating an apple. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then just like, you think this is funny? <laughs> Somewhat. And Kalam's like, get me down. <laughs> See, this is why I, yeah. But anyway, Cotillion, I think I started liking him even even from back then. And he's such a good arc, you know. And isn't it in House yeah. of Change that he shows up at the at the gate when Anderis dies? Yes. Yeah, that's that's when Cotillion comes and he oh, yeah. picks up. Then he just Hall. starts killing Eater and then he picks up Hall and Hall. like Gutter picks up Absalar and they walk side by side and it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good, man. Yo, Cotillion is amazing. I wish we had like more of him. I mean, I'm not going to be the one that disagrees with that sentiment. Yeah. yeah. I, I did just remember the moment in, I think it's House of Chains with Kalam gets in trouble and Cotillion shows up and Kalam walks out of there and goes like, shit, I thought I was the best assassin in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we were at uh, Bone Hunters. Yeah. In, in case it hasn't become overtly obvious, we do quite like Cotillion in this house. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did we God, pick Bone one Hunters. other than Full Fiddler? Um, Nathan? I mean, I didn't. Yeah, oh, wait, yeah, yeah we did pick, Nathan. Absolute, I picked that yeah, right? Yeah, yes. And you? Uh, I picked Fiddler, but aside from Fiddler, because I'm not gonna. Okay, this is gonna take some thought, actually. Yeah. Oh is... God. There's a lot of characters in the Bone Hunters, as we discussed earlier. You got like three books in one. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have the dramatics okay. for? <laughs> Bone hunters because I could just pick one from there. I honestly can't. I don't know who stands as other than Fiddler. <laughs> I could go grab it off my bookshelf and just read off the names to you. Um, Fuck, are you still mate. thinking? Yeah, if you have anyone you want to say, go other ahead. Than Fiddler, I'll, I'll figure it out other than Fiddler. Other than Fiddler, obviously. I think um, maybe Gessler and Stormy, but no, I think I'll go. I'll go with Korab. No, it's Korab. Did I go Korab again? Like, is this my second time? No, 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 no. No. But then... No, you went Karsa, how's your chains? So. Yeah, so it's Korab, Dilan, Tenualas. That, uh, the whole thing with uh, him dragging Fiddler out, and then Fiddler saying, I've never been in better hands, when Kalam yeah. tries to take him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that that was just so good. Uh, yeah. Tonight, I'm a Malasan. He asked silly things like, are you guys going to eat children now? And all that yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I had to spear a baby to join your army. Korab, <laughs> yeah. the sliding bed is the seventh city's invention. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, um, gosh, shit. Um, you, I seriously can't think of anyone. I think you can go with Sin. Why not Sin? Sin doesn't get an arc in this book. She just takes the fire and then fucks off into Masson's. Then is it like Faradan Salt? Yeah. You know, the one who has a good art is Farad and Sot. She kills Joyful on Union and we still love her. Like, at that moment, that, there was this post recently, right? Somebody was so pissed off that yeah, 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 yeah. showed up and just stamped <laughs> Joyful. <laughs> but no, she's, Christ, she's very I good. I seriously cannot think of anyone that's like major enough to mention. Hardly anyone major enough. Like, Fiddler is the one. Do you yeah. want to go with Tavur? God, below. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Probably, because I want to save who's, the other for later. Who's the other guy? The Gamut? The... Gamut's dead by this point. Yeah, Gamut Gamut's has other trains. Okay. He's lame. He's very lame. Um, yeah. 
I can keep talking about Absalar in this book while you think. <laughs> yes, I did think, think Absalar earlier, but yeah, please oh, go ahead. Like, so I should have saved Absalar for this. <laughs> um, I mean, I love her just doing the shadow dance in Malaz City and I, is it Pearl or someone turns a corner and there's like hundreds of dead claws in the streets. Yeah. I, um, I love the fact that she saves Quick Ben despite him not liking her ever and them not really knowing each other. She still disobeys Cotillion by going in and saving Quick Ben because she wants to and because she cares. Yeah. Uh, is uh, At the end of Bone Hunters, does she go off to that inn? Or is it at the yeah. beginning? Yeah, it like, ends at it the ends end, at... and I think it's... Yeah, yeah. It begins Aragon. at the end and ends at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and then Aragon is there. I th- is that his name? The, yeah. The, the Aragon Samuel. is having a headache. Yeah. yeah. And Braven gets, like, a knife put on his eye because he, like, catcalls Absalar, basically. Uh-huh. Hmm. Fuck. You know what? For a major character, I'll pick Ganos because I didn't pick him earlier, <laughs> and if I don't pick him now, I'm never going to pick him. Mm-hmm. And I like his arc in Bonehearts a lot. Yeah. The four is up there. Uh, and there's like every minor character in the Bone Hunters that I want to pick because like there's 10 of them. So, uh, so just Ganos. Ganos for obvious reasons because, you know, the don't mess with mortals line, the mm-hmm. killing polio thing, <laughs> the uh, high fist, I think you just saved the world thing, the really making a deal the, with Hood. I hope this works, Kag. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I don't, so Ganos and Bone Hunters. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, do we go to the next one? Reapers? Reapers? If you like, if you don't have any yeah. minor characters to mention, sure. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? Yeah. There's so much that happens in Bone Hunters that it's hard to think of everything no, that happens. Like, I mean, everything I... is like mild because everyone gets so little screen space. Yeah. Except like Fiddler. Yeah. I'm only going to put this once, and this is on record. What? And I hate myself for saying this. Yes. Right. But one of the best side characters in the Bone Hunters, as far as writing quality goes, fuck me, is Malik Rell. Okay. <laughs> I'm only going to say this once. <laughs> but okay, the way he's written in this book is impeccable because he turns himself in in the last book, well, two last books. Yeah. And then Pearl turns up and is like overtly threatening the guy, like. You know, you better go talk to Garbalo, you know, for the good of your cult. You know, just, just be nice. Just be, be a good lad. He's basically threatening people overtly and more subtly. He is commanding the Clawmaster. <laughs> just, yes. I just fucking hate him, dude. I hate him, <laughs> but he's so well written. I just, <sighs> Okay. Is it out there. of the system? There. You're feeling better? It is. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Now we can move on to Reaper's Gate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's your favorite, Nathan? This is one of the toughest ones for me. Actually, actually no, it's not. I just looked at my list. It's Beak. Oh. Uh, okay. It has to be Beak. Oh, I'm so sorry. We are both can't say so I'm surprised. But yeah, we... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I get... I it's He gets so much love everywhere. And I don't know. So there must be something deficient in us because I... <laughs> and, you know, I thought that I was a weird one for not liking Beak enough. And then I find other people who also don't like Beak. And then I feel so <laughs> validated. I think he has remained a favorite because 
one, I think the first time reading his ending is like the hardest I've ever cried reading anything ever. I, mean, I still cry. Yeah. Um, yeah but... And two, because one of my brothers has also attempt has attempted um, the same thing Beak's brother did. He's still with us, but I think it hits harder for me because of that. Mm-hmm. Not to bring down the mood or no, anything, no, no, but no, I, no, I, no, I just yeah. so I yeah, it's Beak. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it. Yeah, obviously you have a personal meaning for his character, right? So yeah, I don't. I'm know. gonna bring down the mood. You know, I I like I. It's not that I don't like Beak. It's like as a character, he feels much more like a narrative device than a character. And he has one function, which is to make you feel bad. And he does that really fucking well, because Erickson's a really good writer. But it just feels cheap on some level. You know, he just exists. He's just some guy with all the warrants that exists for some reason. And then he just makes you feel really bad, and he develops Sword's character quite a bit. But and yeah, goddamn it, I did feel bad. I did cry a bit yeah, when yeah. I read Reaper's Gale, I, but I didn't yeah. like it. <laughs> no, so that's yeah, mission fine. accomplished. Like you, how can if you... nothing else, hmm? oh, go ahead. No, 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 go on, go on. If nothing else, oh, I was going to say, if nothing else, we have Beak to thank for Hellion True later enough. waking up and like they're playing the best prank <laughs> in the world on me. On Everyone me, yeah. is white. I mean. I cried so much when when Beak dies. Like even in spite of all my misgivings, like I can't read that without crying. And then Hellion just mm-hmm. cracks me up. It's like why why did they all paint their hair white? <laughs> it's such a good way for Erickson to bring the mood up right yeah. after that yeah. happens. Yeah. I mean, only on a reread, like you start noticing that he always tries to balance it. Whenever there's a sad scene yes. coming up, or just when the sad scene is over, there is always some sort of balance and. It feels so nice that, you know, he's thinking of your reactions and trying to, like, guide you through what you're going to feel. And it's just more over. I'm <clears throat> oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, you're... you're... Thing <laughs> I heard you. Yeah. No, but Please continue, yeah. It's just more over it in Told the Hounds. Like, all the other books, it's not so much. But in Told the Hounds, he straight up tells you that don't grieve yet. And, oh, oh God, we're going to Told the Hounds next. But let's stay with Reaper's game. Now... <laughs> <laughs> um, did I? You picked your favorite. Who's your favorite? League? No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty obvious in hindsight, but it has to be Janathana. It's not even close Ooh. for me. Like Janath, Janath is oh, the no. best character oh. in Reaper's Gale by far. No, no I... um, just easily. There's no really? contest. Mm-hmm. She's okay. He she does everything that she needs to do really well, and then she goes above and beyond. She's an excellent foil to Tihol to actually develop yes. the guy beyond sex jokes. You know, uh, she's very she's very smart. She's wicked smart. She's very cunning. She is like very good hearted. You can tell that she wants the best both for Tihol and for the realm in general. Uh, when she spoilers becomes queen, two book later, um, <laughs> she she's probably like the most kind that anyone has been to Umblala until Draconis comes along. Yeah. Which is really interesting, but yeah. Um, and also she just has the ability to be a vessel for Ericsson's philosophical ideas without feeling forced because she is a philosopher. Right. And uh, the way she does that is honestly, some of the best of uh, Ericsson's writing, in my opinion, she's like, in a position of total weakness. She's chained, she's dehydrated, she is starved, she's sitting on her own wastes, and she still 
fucking destroys Daniel. It is just delectable. It's amazing. It's so good. Uh, she belittles Daniel Yafanar because he deserves it. Mm-hmm. She reads right through Garrison Vigdad, like right through him. And what is especially good about this sort of writing is that Daniel doesn't care if he himself gets insulted because he's used to it because he's an idiot. But when someone questions and like invalidates the leader that he's come to worship, that's when he snaps and starts beating the shit out of her and like leaves her unconscious. And even then, she still beats him in his own game in a scene which is like very graphic, which I'm not going to bring out, but it's just really, really fucking good writing. And I also appreciate the fact that she doesn't get off the hook for free, like Siren, for instance. Um, she doesn't get her memory wiped. She just the emotions are taken away. And she, like she still remembers what happened vaguely, um, which is considered a bug, you know, not to leave her traumatized for the rest of her life. But it also isn't like it happened. Whatever, it's just gone now. It's not magicked away, which I appreciate quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Not a writing tool. So yeah, Janeth for sure. If nothing else, because she puts up with Tico's antics. Just love Janeth. <laughs> Oh, so this is how you think through your your long essay replies. Like, yeah, I can I can see this like happening live right now. Like, no, it's like reading one of your Absolutely. reading one of your Absolutely. comments. That's what happened right now. Nice. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. <laughs> you just didn't have search of the fallen to pull out quotes right now, but <laughs> I didn't. That's true. Right. Usually, I remember like a couple of keywords. Like for that particular scene, the keyword is "little man" <laughs> or "moral rhetoric." So uh, the quote from Janeth is like, she mentions her treatises and Tanal goes like, oh, yeah, yeah, your moral relativism. And then she goes, no, I reject all forms of moral relativism, little man, which you would know if you had read my treatises. And that's what I remember. Just look up into Reaper's Scale if I ever need to blow up a quote. Because I've read the fucking scene like three times now and I memorized it because <laughs> it's just really good writing. Um, yeah, a, uh, a look into the mind of Lee whenever she writes comments. Yeah, it's nice to see. I hog the spotlight too much. I'm very sorry. It? Please. Uh... Oh, I was just going to say that's the difference because I've read that scene three times as well, and I would never be able to <laughs> yeah quote it like that or remember it. He just he just remembers a lot of stuff, and okay, it's three times on top of actually reading the book. You know, it's like I would go back and read it again. Is what okay. I mean. No, but it's it's nice to have at least one host with like a decent working memory. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, <come> yes. <laughs> I can't even remember which book we're talking about. <laughs> I feel like damn it sometimes. <laughs> no, like how is it, like it's all like uh, all mixed up in one geography now, right? So seven cities is the seven cities. <laughs> I cannot tell you what happens between Deadhouse Gates, House of Chains, and Bone Hunters. They're all they're all that's, seven cities now. That's very fair. But, and now, Dust of Dreams and Cripple God, I swear to God, I cannot tell you the difference between the two books. I just can't because I speed read both of them at the same time. And yeah, I, I, I can't, I don't know why I'm a moderator. I can't differentiate which book they're talking about. Reaper's <laughs> 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 so, Gale. Reaper's Gale. Hands down, it's Udinas. I, I don't see any dispute really? in picking Udinas okay. as my favorite. I The first time I read, I was very biased because I believed that idiot lady who's that Trull's mother who said that uh, Udinas betrayed ruler and ran away the first chance mm-hmm. he got because that's what I thought that he just ran away. I missed the scene that he was like taken away by one of the W ones with her with the Wyval. The Wyval, yeah, yeah, yeah one of them, yeah. So he's taken away into the Azath and he's like forcibly taken away from Rulad, right? I did, I missed that, so I thought he's just you know he's showing his true colors now that he's free and. He ditched uh, this one guy who was so dependent on him, who really needed him to keep him sane. 
I was so mad at him. So I didn't enjoy the first time I read it. And then the second time, he's hilarious. He's so fun. And he's so snarky, so fearlessly snarky. It's just, it's a pleasure to read him in Reaper's Gale. I don't know. I, I feel so silly that I didn't, you know, I didn't appreciate him enough the first time. I, I actually didn't like Reaper's Gale because I thought that was like one of the most boring books because there is so much, you know, people just walking and being sad. <laughs> yeah. In the whole, that, that whole gang of him and Seren and Silkus and, and then Clip joins him and oh, it, it's, I thought, I thought it was so boring. But now, no. Udinas is like my favorite. I, I would put him next to Fiddler in, in the entire series. It's Tavor, Fiddler and Udinas probably. That would be my list for the entire and series. As a bonus, wow. Udinas is probably one of the best dads in the series as well. He's a yes, not, very good dad. We are going to have another episode just talking about the dads in Malazan because I don't have the time to, <laughs> to, to get into that right now because I have a lot of opinions on that. I think, have we discussed in the mod chat? I don't remember where exactly it came up about good dads in Malazan and all that. Because it's something I keep arguing again and again. But yeah, it's it's a different topic. No, not now. Udinas is a good dad, yes, but I don't know if I would call him the best. I mean, I don't no, know. No, the best I, is by far Cadillian, you know, obviously. No, you're not. By far. No. Let's just <laughs> move on. I do have to say about Udinas and Reaper's Gale, I love when he's talking to Fear and like, oh, so you think you're the hero of the story, huh? Yeah. Like, let me just completely deconstruct the hero's journey and why it's stupid. It's so good. Like, he just, he, and he always gets into trouble and it just never shuts up. You know, it's so much fun. Yeah. So, are you done with Reaper's Gale? I mean, I can, again, bring up like a list of like five different characters that I like. Who's from, your favorite like, minor character? Yeah. It's a split between Nassal and Bivat and Brawl. Who, who and who? Nassal is Roulette's concubine, who is like basically the only person oh, who ever yeah. loved Roulette oh, except yeah. Rudinas. Yeah. And she gets fucked, and I'm still mad at Steve for killing her. And so, it's like it just and, happened so quickly and yeah, yeah, so unceremoniously. She's just, I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, and how did she die one, again? Yeah, Karos, she gets executed she by Karos. She's like, uh, she... Oh, yeah. It was like at the last um, minute, he could have just let her go. Bruce and Trana comes along to free her, and he just grabs a knife yes. and kills her. Maybe uh, and the other one's Brol Handar. Yeah. Bruce is amazing. Yeah. I'm not mentioning here because he dies also unceremoniously. <laughs> uh, and because, like, I like Bivat and Brol Handar more. Yes, yes. Bruce I've... and Trana is up there. Yeah, yeah. I would have gone with Bivat and... The other guy. I, yeah. I don't know if it's obvious that I really like Reaper's Gale, but... No, it, it really jumped up in my uh, ranking when I read it, it the it, second time. It gets a lot better on a reread, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a the mind? The ending of Reaper's Gale is one of my favorite, like, convergences or endings of the series. Is that the one with the dragon munition? Yes, yeah. the fucking dragon yeah, and all your fights. Yeah, fucking dragon. Yeah, yeah. Um, but every time I think of Reaper's Gale, I only think of, like, for some reason, I only think of the Malazans invading, and I have to think for a little bit and I completely forget the Red Mask storyline yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything that goes on over there because I'm not the biggest fan of that storyline. It's it's fine. I mean, I didn't have an idea when I was reading the first time. I thought we have a new hero from book seven who's just going to like take over the story and then he's just he's just cut down like for, for no reason. But it made sense, you know, after afterwards. Yeah. On by the way, since we're on the topic of like um, minor characters, on the topic of uh, minor characters spilling the beans, there's a scene in chapter four or so where Silcas confronts one of the eater um, 
Krishnan, the warlocks, whose name is Ventrala, right? And he just goes, who are you serving? Like, this guy. And, okay, go tell Hanan Mossag that your god does not deserve this. And if he ever stands against me, I will kill him. But you're at fault here for his suffering, not the other way around. And it's like, oh. Slukas has, like, three lines where he just spills the beans. That the crippled god isn't that bad, actually. <laughs> and then he just this. Yeah. flies off. Okay. Silcas is amazing, by the way. If you look beneath like he's the subtext awesome. of him being, he's like every everybody paints him as draconic and like vile and cunning and evil. But he's easily rivaling Anamander when it comes to like being compassionate. And mm-hmm. from what little we have from ancient times in the Book of the Fallen, he is more so. He is the one that like ordered Galan to free the Sheikh. He is named the winged grief that carries on top of him the grief of an entire people. And all we get is like, oh yeah, he's the guy that could put in Azath and then came back for vengeance. <laughs> Justice for Silka's ruined. But very big aside, um, read that scene again because it's again it just spills the narrative beans of, yeah, maybe he's not that bad after all. Maybe we should feel bad for him. And um, and then he just flies off and goes back to killing Eater because he's standing his way. <laughs> yeah. But we don't, uh, yeah, I, I think my favorite would still be Daival, Atri, Prida, Daival, Brolander. The Bivet and Brol are, the, are my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it has to be because you see so much mutual respect and, and I, this is where they, their story ends, right? We don't see them again. It's, yeah, yeah, they die yeah. in tool. Yeah. yeah, the Bargast. Oh, God. All yeah. attack. Yeah. Do you have a favorite it's... minor character, Nathan? Um, if... I'm going to go super minor here, but I really like the assassin that keeps saving Brolhandar's yeah, yeah, yeah. life. This and then is... that very scene where he's like, can I have one last favor? <laughs> I want to fight beside you. Okay, on my right or my left. Yeah. And then they just, they're content and they just die together. together. Yeah. It's so good, man. It's like even better because it's like he kills the guy as he's about to stab Brol, just pulls him up, puts him on his shoulder, walks out of the tent. Brawl wakes up the other night like, oh, my ancestors must have been smiling about me. Just nod like Don Jolanda. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> He's like, I had a really good sleep last night. <laughs> so like eight bodies stashed out of his tent. Like, yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. I don't know. I love, how... And I love as he walks out and then two other assassins come out and he just throws the like, body oh, at one of them. That. Yeah, and they just throws the Yeah. Just... I love Reaper Scale. I'm just... <laughs> No, Ethicson shines so much, you know. Like, like, can you see the difference between the way we are discussing something like Lone on, you know, Coltane and stuff in the early books, and now see how complicated the characters have become. Even the the way these minor characters are written are just just worlds apart, right? I don't know. Reaper Scale is amazing. I should I should read that more. It is. Yeah. So are mm-hmm. we going to tell the house? And now we're probably yeah we're gonna go into the book that everybody loves. We skip crap. None of us are going to say crap because. We have to keep it hard. It's only fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not like... I loved Krupp and Gardens and Memories the first time I read the series. Don't and then, blaspheme. Are you going to blaspheme now? Are you going to say you did not no, like... No. The fr- no. The first time I read Toll the Hounds, I did not like Krupp's narrative, oh, like God. him controlling the narrative. I loved it the second and third times okay. going through. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we can continue to talk. I thought we would have to stop talking. <laughs> We can keep being friends now. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I can't believe but it. But I think... What, what did you enjoy? Yeah, is that why you like stopped reading? Like, Toll the Hounds was... The, was it because of crap? I... It was not because of crap. I think it was more because of Namander and company. I didn't like yeah. them yeah, yeah. I, in the first third of the book, the first time through. Um, and I hate Clip with a passion. So that didn't help. Um, <laughs> but my my second and third time through the book, I think my favorite character in Toll the Hounds is Kalor. Yeah. yeah. And mainly the third time. The third time reading Toll the Hounds and reading Kalor, I was, I'm still not on team Kalor did nothing wrong, but I because am on... I, I am on team Calor deserves are wrong. So yeah. yeah, I am on team Calor deserves compassion, and he is more of a tragic figure than, than a, vi- a villain. villain. Yeah, Newly, yeah. who are you going to pick in Twelve the Hounds? I mean, I was definitely just going to say death, ruin, grief. Hear that they're playing your song, and then just leave the call. But is it still your player? Do that now. <laughs> Have you changed it? Uh yes. It's... Yeah. Hmm. Um. Fuck. <laughs> so. I don't know, actually. On my first read, I don't know. I can't even <laughs> think of anyone in particular, actually. Hmm. Who else is there in Told the Hounds? We have the Nemander gang. Like, we there's a lot of people I like in Told the Hounds. There's but I can't Sir remember who I liked most. Seer Domin is definitely up there, but I would call him more like a, a minor character than like as a major character. But if we count him, I mean... I wrote an essay about him, so yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> he's not exactly a minor character, if you ask me. Like he's pretty big. Seerdomin, but... Harlow, all the all these disparate stories—they're all—they're all equal footing. I don't think they're minor. It's like Rake and Krupp are the major, and everyone else has mm-hmm. the same level of importance to the story. Shit, I can't think of him. Um, okay. I'm you're so close to probably see. Hood. Oh, actually, okay, good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Hood is good. Like Hood, good choice. Definitely up there. And I had to mention some somewhere, so might as well be here because I don't remember where else to mention him. Are you guys not going to say yeah. your young Crocus? No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh I I I like Crocus earlier in the series, but he is insufferable in Toll the Hounds. Really? I I yeah. I mean. The thing is, he gets a good arc at the end of it. He he does, you know. For, uh, yeah. <laughs> he does. For everyone's like, infirm. Yeah. On, he yeah. has the whole affair with Chalice. Yeah, which is so And the entire time he's like, I really shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But I'm so in lust that I'm just going to... Key is lust, it's not, not love. It's not I'm lust. I'm just going to keep going. No, no. I thought it was more about he thought he doesn't deserve better. He thought there is something wrong with him and that's why Apsala left him. He should have stayed with Skilara, but he thinks he doesn't. I mean, it's it's a mix of emotions, but I don't think it was just pure lust. Yeah. He just wanted to punish himself by being as sordid as he thinks he is, uh, as he deserves to be. It's, it's complicated. Okay, I'm just going to bring up yeah. one small point about Crocus. Yeah. The only reason he returned post-haste to Georgistan is because he thought it was in danger and thought it was only him who protected. Like, I don't hate Crocus, but the self-important dipshit that he is in all the hounds gets really oh. on my nerves sometimes. God. Like, I'm the one who... <laughs> coupled, coupled with the amount of self-loathing that goes on beneath the hood, like, in later chapters, until Morelia dies. Like, the end of his arc, the I was once a thief thing, is really good. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> until we get there, I can see why people don't like him. I don't... I personally like quite a bit. I like... I don't... <laughs> it's difficult to talk about no, it because is amazing. I don't hate him. Yeah. 
So it's he came back to Darujistan because he was explicitly warned. But why are we not telling the second Segula as one of the favorite minor characters? Because that he's guy steals every little scene he shows up in. No, 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 no. He's amazing. Yeah, nah. with his whole Skinner, I'm looking for you and all that. Yeah, yeah. He's still, yeah. That that's the main thing that keeps me from saying that because his whole thing with Skinner, but you know, doesn't wrap up. <laughs> No, 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 no. I liked him because we see all the other Segulay being being like such stuck up Extremely, guys yeah. who hardly yeah, yeah. talk and all that. And then this guy comes with the mask hanging on his hip, <laughs> and just you know, he's such a he's such a loud mouth. And then he tells. Uh, so that's what I was going to say. I was saying that Crocus comes back to Darujistan because he was explicitly warned by the second Segulay to go back to his city because the tyrant is rising. He, I don't think Crocus thinks. Yeah, I think he even doubts himself. Like. Why am I going back? What am I going to do? He does have some sort of self doubt when he goes back. He doesn't go like thinking he's the hero who's going to save everything. So poor Crocus. Okay, Nobody likes Since Crocus. We're here. Do you, are you going to bring up Chalice? I am not going to bring up Chalice. Good. Yeah. The biggest like villain that nobody actually considers to be villainous in the entire series is Vorkin. Like by fucking far, because but she gets if she gets with Ralik. How can you hate Ro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to elaborate. So, what happens is she's part of the cabal, right? And then she gets paid by the empire to kill the cabal in return for like fist food or like some administrative role in Dorjistan under yeah. the empire. So that fails. She gets put on Azath house. She gets out of the Azath house, and she, then she goes to Baruch and goes like, "I'm not gonna apologize." And then Baruch's like, "But, but the tyrant's coming." Well, yeah, I know. That's why I killed everybody so I can get a cozy place when the tyrant eventually comes. And it's like. Bro, and then, and then she hires Torvald and Scorch and Lef with the idea that uh, Seba is gonna come after her, and her guards are going to die, right? And then she's gonna kill the entire guild, so there will be no guild to rival her when the tyrant rises. This goes awry for a variety of reasons. But we're not gonna get into here with spoilers, but by the end of all the hounds, Baruch, Darudan, and Vorkin are like in a very stable. Well, not very stable. They're in a very stable hate relationship, but Baruch is like, I'm fucked <laughs> because of what you did, and you're not ever going to apologize for it. So, fuck me, I guess. And nobody seems to mention this. That's like both the most idiotic decision she could have made and the most like overtly self-serving and selfish thing she could have done. Because she gets Ralic and like, oh yeah, well, Ralic likes her, so she must be nice. No, no. <laughs> She's horrible. Not that bad. Like, She's oh no, you know, <laughs> condemning it, an entire city to slavery under. It's hard some... to take a villain seriously when they get taken up by a brick in book one. Yeah, yeah, that is Thank a good you. point. Yeah, true. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. By, by, that's yeah, my rant on why I don't like Oregon, which is the second comment in the subreddit that I've made today. Did you? Oh, today, no, today, no, I didn't see anything because today, uh, yeah. the earlier one with Jana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like <laughs> no, um. Yeah, yeah. um so, did, did you pick one in Told the Homes? Uh, yeah, I picked Hood. Hood, okay. Huh. So, since we're going to call everyone as equal, other than Krupp and Harek, I think I'll go with Skilara. I just have such a soft spot for her. She's, I don't know, the whole, she makes me cry a lot, but you know, she's amazing. And I, I, we had quite an argument, isn't it? Mm. I think Zil and I sort of... Uh, at least not not me explicitly but Zil had some things to tell Lee when he brought up Skilara no 
Gilera's character, something. Yeah. Um, so I was summarizing Bone Hunters chapters twenty three and twenty four, and I had written like something like seventy thousand words. Uh, characters, oh yeah, yeah. seventy thousand okay. characters, which is two posts because Reddit has like a forty thousand character limit. And the epilogue is like, okay, I guess we're going to Dirgistan now. And like, Shilara's like, yeah, I probably could have gone for something better, but it's fine. You know what? It's fine. I'm going to go with him. I'm not going to tell him anything. And then I was like, yeah, that's being a good person. being a good partner. And me, after like writing two entire books worth of a, of a post, I said something like, be like Skilara. And then somebody, Zill, took offense, rightly, to be honest, because I'm a dick for saying that. Um, because Skilara essentially just doesn't go for anything better because she's also kind of punishing herself for what she does and rather than go for anything that she wants she's just going along with what everyone else wants it sucks <laughs> don't be like that <laughs> yeah, yeah it was fun to read that interaction yeah i mean okay to me told the hounds his his great love stories there are so many good love stories but that one is my favorite skilara baratol mm-hmm. just next that's to- a really good one uh, Torvald and Tissera. Torvald and Tissera, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're... yeah. Which are just... <laughs> I think that's Lee's favorite, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty good. Isn't Torvald's first line when he gets back, like, I'm back from getting bread, bread. or something like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're so good together. And I like the Tissera whole... just has some amazing lines. Yeah. Um, tired thighs included. Tired thighs, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He sounds something like... He thinks her creativity is drained and shit like that. And then she just says, no, it's just tired thighs. <laughs> it's so good. And uh, Torvald thinks that Ralik is mad at him <laughs> because... <laughs> I was just going to bring that up. Their interaction at the end. Yeah. What, don't you hate me? I saw your girlfriend. <laughs> Dude, we were like nine. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. But yeah, I mean, when you see those and then you see Chalice and Crocus and it just it just feels so... Okay. It makes it so. Last thing I'm gonna bring up about this, or I'm sorry for interrupting yeah, yeah, you, but like last thing I'm gonna <laughs> bring about, about this is that. like, uh, Ralik and Torvald are going back home, and like Thor's like, there's no way, like we're gonna have to go get food along the way because there's no way like this is gonna like offer us breakfast. And then like he knocks on the door, she opens, like she hugs the Ralik immediately, <laughs> and then just goes like breakfast, and then Thor just like looks on, like what the fuck, <laughs> am I living a fever dream or what? Are you not going to mention just, that that single thought in her head, which is just oh, it just I did not even notice the, it the two first time. Best man in her life, or what? Yeah, her two loves, one? and then she has a wild thought or something. We were not told what that is, but oh, it was just, right. yeah, yes. just left okay. to us. <laughs> yeah, Krupp is a is a horny guy. Yeah, so he he writes so much. That that's for sure. Yeah, Krupp is amazing. Yeah. I mean, we because we decided we are not going to mention Krupp as our favorite, we've just skipped discussing him entirely, right? Because... <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much in Toll the Hounds, though. Like, you brought up Hood. I love Hood's just his final line before his head gets chopped off is like, I've reconsidered. <laughs> yeah. And, and then... I think with a lot of people, I thought that was like... Yeah, yeah. I thought he was being serious the first time that I read the book. And then you realize later, oh, no. Jagged just have humor like that. He I just mean, gets into the, the like, like the wagon, just brushes off. Like, okay, well then, where were we? No, he just has that. Uh, the The immediate next uh, line he says is something like, yeah, "He's like, like he kept his word." He kept his yeah. word, and then he says, "And then Draconis are like, what the fuck did Drake do?" <laughs> Draconis going unhinged, like, "What happened? Why are you here?" And all that, and then he says, "I have missed you, Draconis." <laughs> 
So Hood is amazing. Yeah, that's just a good choice, Lee. Hood in Told the Hounds is, Thank you. is very good, yeah. But I think Hood in the entire like last three books is one of the best characters, to be fair. Yeah. Which, okay, this is Zill's favorite one, you know. Which one? Dead Smell in the Ram in Dust of Dreams. Which one? Dust of Dreams, Chapter 9, Dead Smell. Dead all of oh. Dead Smell's arc in Dust of Dreams. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Which is... um. Okay, this is obviously not all the hounds, but yeah. Uh, on top of being hilarious, Hood is also like one of the more compassionate deities and one of the most like good. He's like actively good uh-huh. when you know, um, because necromancers like Balkillen and stuff are often viewed with a side eye, like oh, they're just they're manipulating Hood or they're working with him. Like no. The most pure form of worship of Hood is fighting against him constantly, but accepting that he has to win eventually. And what like, that's most straight up asking, like, what do you have to offer me? An end to fear, and like, okay, well, that sounds like a good deal. Because one thing that kind of irked me about like the Bridgeburners ascending to like the throne of like that, the, they being the Gardens of the Gate, is they don't like Hood, <laughs> which is. Like, they keep talking down on Hood. Like, unlike him, we remember what it is to be alive, which may be true. Which is fair. Which is but fair, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's fair, but... It's fair. Hood essentially was a personification of death. And one thing that's so subversive about Hood in general, which is one thing I really like about Malazan, on top of, like, all the other subversive things it does on a cosmological scale, like, dark isn't horrible and light isn't good, is that Hood is death. And he's, like, on some level, he is... Like from this world, death, which is the funny guy, but he's also he cares. That's what hood. That's what hood is. Like he's death that cares. There is something on the other side waiting that cares for you. It's not blackness. Your soul doesn't get devoured by demons. Or random example, something of the sort. Um, something is on the other side, and it's not just afterlife that is determined by how good you were. There is an actual arbiter that cares. Mm-hmm. and doesn't want to punish you but he's not gonna pull back and he punches if you were a piece of shit in real life see Le- reaper scale you know you don't want to know what i do with the souls of advocates um and that's really well on top of being really fucking interesting it's also just really respectful and wholesome it's like he waged war on death won, and then he's the final arbiter he waits for you and cares which is just yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. But um So I'm I'm not gonna write a whole essay on Hood in this podcast because we're already going on for too long, but <laughs> needless to say I like Hood. Yeah. yeah. I uh I do probably need to get going in the next fifteen or twenty minutes. Oh you're done, right? Told the house, so we just have two more books. Yeah, that's the dreams yeah. and the yeah. So let's rapid fire those because I've gone on too long. That's the dreams. <sighs> I have such a fuzzy memory of Dust of Dreams, Good. and I yeah. don't know why. To the club. Um, yeah. Maybe because it's part one of the final book, and lots of the plot lines are just setting up for book 10. Um, but I think I ultimately come down on Breeze being my favorite in Dust of Dreams. Very fair. Um, we don't really get much of him before Dust of Dreams, and then that's when you realize he's a really compassionate, smart, good commander, and I just... I can't remember her name right now, but his romance with Aranic. the yeah, Aranic, yeah. We're just waiting that's one of my favorite romances in the series. Yeah. So, Briss, you? Uh, 
I mean, my all-time favorite on this read on Butters of Dreams is Bottle by far. No, no. Oh God, you picked mine. There is a yeah. scene a with Cinder uh, on the boat where Cinder yes. approaches Bottle to like romance him and get his help. And then he's just wondering all the different ways he could kill himself right the fuck now <laughs> to avoid embarrassment. Yeah. And so like, okay, yeah, I'll just drop, drop over to the side. But what if I drown? It's fine. I'll slit my wrists on the way down. <laughs> but that like, maybe that won't be quick enough. So I'll just stab my heart and then my wrists. <laughs> yeah, but then I might still drown. So it's fine. I'll just drink Parallel Poison, then stab my heart, then slit my wrists, then fall then off the edge. <laughs> Drowning, nothing to it. And it's yeah. just, I love yeah. Bottle. Uh, Sinter is also really good. Aranek is really good. Dead Smell is really good in this book. Mm-hmm. Ruthen. Uh, Hood is really good. Ruthen is really good. Fucking hell. Can you mention one more before I go no, on no, and mention every I have, character in Desert Dreams? I have a different main uh, favorite. Yes. Oh, it's, uh, I don't know how to say it. Badel, Badel, whatever. Ah, Badal. Oh. Yeah. Badal. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the one with the words, yeah. Opal, shards, diamonds, gems, or whatever. I think she is my favorite. The yeah, I think we can all agree that uh, the snake was. I mean, at least for me, it was so boring, and I thought, oh god, I can't believe I'm reading this. And then it just hits you all of a sudden, and then you go like, I was, I was such a horrible person that I got bored reading children suffering. How could I, you know? It was so hard for me to digest. So the snake and Badal especially. But honorable men- last honorable mention. I swear to God, I'm gonna finish my the rush, <laughs> but like. Uh, the trio of the keychain hierarchy. Yeah. Oh, Alice, yeah. Gasler and Stormy are just... just fucking oh, no, so no. Good. I thought you meant the actual keychain because my favorite is Sagchrok and Gunthmak, which I never... Sagchrok is great. They're really and good. Gunthmak is also really good, but... I mean, yeah. they're romance. Yeah. I don't know why we don't... It's so good because... I don't know. We, because they're not human, we don't really look at them. But this time, at least, I was picking up on, on the way they both speak to each other. It's so good. It's so nicely done. So that would be my favorite minor character. Major would be Badal. We are going to quick, quietly sidestep the whole Bargas, Hetan thing and not not get yeah, oh, not get into diagrams. No. We, we don't need to talk about any of the Bargas storyline. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, except that my favorite minor character in Dust of Dreams is probably Abristal, the queen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Firehead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah, that is obviously, yeah, she's good. She's just so snarky and sassy and doesn't let anyone tell her what to do and always has to have the last does, word and I love it. Does Felash have more role in this book or the next one? Hey, it's the next book. Next it's the next okay. book for sure. Do you know what I realized about Felash? I swear I'm not going to go on for long but she's also 14 years and she's a noble born and you know I was thinking that maybe she has some parallels to Felicin. Is this how Felicin would have turned out if she you know maybe if she had a luxurious life and she was spoiled enough and all that maybe. Because the names were so similar and I was thinking the age. Yeah. Because it keeps coming up again and again that she's 14 and that girl was also 14. And yeah, I was just reminded of Felicin when I was reading. I think the difference is that Felicin is not a high mage of Amtos Falak. Yeah. That, and doesn't have a ton a of power point. and was, competency. Was her main warren Omtos or did she just like channel it? I, I was not I was not sure what exactly her powers were like. I'm not sure either. Yeah, but she was able to map. I remember like I remember like Hood turning up and like, oh that's my ship. Hi. Hello. But <laughs> No, it was like I don't remember she was the not details. very familiar with the whole realm of Omtos. So it was like mm-hmm. she could just she was just very powerful and she said that I'll just try yeah. I'll let me just try Omtos and so right. I, okay, I think we have quietly slipped into Cripple God. So who's your favorite there? Yeah. I mean 
it Tavor. Also. <laughs> yeah. 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 It it's Tavor, um, for reasons that we all know, but yeah. um finally getting to be inside her head. Uh, the reveal of the gold talon implying that she's probably the leader of the talon and has been communicating and planning with Shadow Throne the whole time. What? Yeah. What? Uh, on that note, something I'm, I noticed on this read, uh, Quick Ben and Bottle are spying on the war in Nessa Dreams, and he just notices her, like, just pacing across the room, just doing nothing. And it's like, and then Quick asks him, like, is it possible that he's, someone's mockering you? And like, no, it would have to be, like, a really good mocker on the rat, so I don't notice. And it's just like the way it's phrased is very reminiscent of how Kelvin oh. spoke of like the eater when he mockered the throne. Oh yeah. Like not just anyone's mockra, mine, a god's mockra. Mine. Oh, that, Idiots. That's so, so good. Yeah. yeah, nice. That's a nice um, sketch, yeah. But yeah, the talent is like the actual full-on reveal, like, oh yeah. She's been with him this whole time. Yeah. Um and then that scene where she sees Gnos and just Dude. breaks down i yeah oh i could get choked up right here just <laughs> thinking about it because it uh it brings it full circle and i i love the choice that she never finds out what happened oh yeah i don't know i don't i, I yeah you're not explicitly told she find like, she finds out but i think at some level she knows is what personally i think i think maybe subconsciously she might have the thought but i think she's denying it me in her conscience because that would break anyone um and what really stuck out to me this last time that i finished this series is that final scene where they're at it's kind of like the convergence of all the main characters and brie says uh that they're going to make a statue of her and she goes will i be beautiful yeah and he yeah, says yeah. of course you will <laughs> she's so dry she's so she's so good yeah oh god tower is amazing i don't know how we can beat Tavor's choice. Yeah, are you going to go with Fiddler? Yeah, I, I'm not going to try. Uh, no, you've, I've already gone with Fiddler on the, the Hutgate, okay. so I can't do it again. Okay. I burned Fiddler. No, wait, I went Absalom on the Hutgate, so I can technically go Fiddler, <laughs> but I did go Fiddler in the Bone Hunters as well. And House of Chains. Uh, that's I, fine. You, you can tell. Um, Fiddler? <laughs> but also... Shit. I need to think. Hmm. Man. I didn't mention Gedan, did I? No, I didn't. Oh. So it's Gedan. Gedan, okay. Okay. I think he's a lot cooler in Desert Dreams when he we is, get like yeah, all the I mean, lore bits. But I mean, I'm not gonna say no to a guy killing dragons and thinking there's an entire legion behind the fucking wall and just one guy with a big sword just killing everybody. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just that's that yeah, so and, good. You know, all the Leo's are thinking this the whole Hust Legion has come here with their arm. Yeah. And, oh no, no, it's just one one guy. That's it. Oh, that is so good. Okay, and my favorite in Cripple God is is. It's Kevin's sword. I mean, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's his story. So obviously, he's my favorite. And yeah. I, the whole the way the whole story just brings his voice from the beginning, and you start seeing, mm-hmm. you know, bits and pieces of him just talking about it, and then it it just adds up, right? At least in the second read, it was so crystal clear that you know when he starts taking over the narrative and when he just starts talking to you. Till then, it's like sort of just a story being told, and then all of a sudden, it's like. Him just lying there and just telling you everything, and I don't know. I thought it was so good. The, the narrative device of hiding Kamensot's words in a, like a dialogue between him and Sutter Throne, where you only see his words, like really good. Oh yeah. Okay. I I don't think like, I could that. Yeah. 
It's uh, no, no. It's it, you have a, like italics where it's just Cameron Todd speaking, yeah, and he's supposedly speaking to Shadow Throne, but it's really just speaking to you. Oh, is mm-hmm. it like supposed to be Shadow Throne? Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. He mentions yeah. his name later, but yeah. Oh, but can I say my favorite minor character in Triple God? I I, yes. I don't apologize yeah. for this. It's Karsa with the Monog scene. Okay. That's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. That could make yeah. me cry again. I guess I don't expect it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, he's a very minor character here. Right? Can I mention Kalor yeah. in that case? In Cripple God? Yeah. Oops. When he goes Saranas to announce that, like, oh, Krin Nafant, your grandmother Sarah Pizgin is dead. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of the best scenes I've read. Oh, yeah. It's just amazing. I don't know how Kalor is just so consistently so well done, you know. <laughs> Kalor is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, do we, shall we wind up? I suppose we should, yeah. yeah. Unless Nathan has like a last minor character in the Weevil God that he wants to mention. Um, I mean, I could say Nefarious Bread. Nefer- yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good Getting choice. Getting that all wrapped up. That's I, the best ending. Yeah. yeah. I loved that reveal so much. <laughs> um, that they all believed in him so much that he actually he he just came into being. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good choice, yeah, for a people got. Yeah, hmm. right. So, so on that note, yeah, since <laughs> yeah, we're uh, on a high note. Thank you so very much for joining us, Nathan. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks. This was so much fun. Yeah, it was so much yeah. fun. Yeah, it's been a long time since we sat and just just spoke stuff. Just talked. Yeah. With no stakes. No preparation. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. So thank you all for joining me and Mora and Nathan. It's been a huge blast. So, until next time. What's next time? Hopefully, Goodbye. Forge of High Mage. The next time is, uh, yeah, Forge of High Mage and then Hall of Light. Maybe. Probably. But until then. Okay. Farewell. Good night. See ya. Yeah. Bye.